Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Dick Jankowski, Minnesota icon. Had to take a break this winter. And it worried all of us. He joins us now. Dick, how are you? Well, I'm getting along uh, fairly well right now, Maxie. Uh, kind of recuperating. Tell, tell your story. What happened? Well, I ended up with COVID uh, to start with, and then I ended up in the hospital because of that. And uh, actually, I was in the New Prague Hospital, Shakopee Hospital, too. And then I got switched over to uh, ended up at Balastrana. No, excuse me, not Balastrana, in uh, in New Prague, and uh, had, had some problems with it. I, they just, it was really tough. I didn't have any ventilator or anything like that, but just to really... I was actually I was hallucinating um, stuff that's just crazy, well, and was, so I was in, I was actually in the hospital for about a, for a month altogether. Wow, is that I mean I don't even know is that common with COVID patients the hallucination? I don't know that I'm not sure of either, but you know after after I got I I got home and then uh, a few days later my wife and I had a car accident and uh, she was driving and her car was totaled. And she ended up with a sternum, kind of a fractured sternum. And I just had a lot, a lot of chest, kind of a sore chest, and I still have it. But I'm doing all right, and she's really doing pretty well. Wow. I mean, you just don't know. It comes in waves sometimes, doesn't it? It really does. You're absolutely right. And uh, everybody tells me that. They said, well, we hope that the rest of the year is a lot better for you. I do, too. So, um, yeah, you never, you never really know. You're absolutely right. And I've had several scares over the years with the two cancers and uh, a couple other things. So I've just been very fortunate to still be here. Well, what was it like when you're in the hospital? Are you thinking maybe this is it? What do you, what are you thinking? Well, I was worried because they, they, you know, the doctors and nurses uh, had trouble with my blood situation because I'm diabetic. So I had some problem there too, but uh, it worked out. They were able to figure it out. And uh, it, you know, I was there, as I said, almost a month. And I've been home now for quite a while and recuperating. Doing well, though. In fact, I'm scheduled to do state tournament games, Maxie, and both a girls' tournament next week, two weeks away, and then the boys' tournament three weeks away. So looking forward to that. Yeah, that, that, you've been a fixture there, of course, for a long time, and the state tournaments mean a lot to you. Because uh, they go how, – how far do you go back? What was the first state tournament that you attended? The first one I attended was 1957. To be honest, and uh, Walnut Grove was in there. I remember Fergus Falls, some of the other teams. I was just a kid in high school, but that was the first tournament I ever saw. Then I ended up being a Boy Scout usher 
at at uh, Williams Arena, and of course I was at that famous Austin Edgerton game in 1960. Oh, yeah, I was here, and I was the only one for Austin. I think everybody else. Why were you for Austin? Well, I have some Clayton Reed. I don't know if you remember Clayton Reed or not, but he was one of the big stars at Austin. He was a friend of mine, and I really was hoping he'd win. But uh, you know, Edgerton outplayed him that particular game. It's amazing. People ask me name the Edgerton starting lineup. You know, that's that's a lineup I'll never forget: a Bob Liarda, Dean Verduce, Dean Beanhoff. Leroy Grappentine and Daryl Kroon. My and Richie Olson, Richie, Richie Olson was their coach, right? Daryl's right. my high school coach and Hall of Fame coach, and he's a great coach that, in his own right. Uh, that's Dana, right. He uh, was your coach. Yeah, yep. And and I didn't really realize when I was playing until later on, you know, the magnitude of what he had done uh, at Edgerton. But I knew this. When I played him in horse, it was one tough competition because he didn't miss often. No, he didn't. He a great shooter. What, what was the atmosphere Absolutely. like in, that, in the arena that day? Oh, it was crazy. You know, overflow arena with most of the people, as I mentioned, for Edgerton. But there was really a lot of enthusiasm on both sides. And it was great. It was just great to see. It really was. And, of course, Edgerton, uh, by winning that tournament, a small town as they are, and then, of course, that big big parade they had in Edgerton. And then still did today, I see Dean Verduce, and he still talks about it. You know, yeah. what a great thrill that was. Yeah, he, he of course, went, ended up at Henry Sibley. He's been part of the uh, tournament, yeah. the high school league, and everything else over the years. What, what were some of the other big you know, of the games that you did PA for or saw in high school basketball tournaments? What else stands out? Well, I mean, I didn't do PA, but the Colquet Marshall game, won by Marshall in the 63, and uh, Dave Meisner, of course, a big star for Colquet at that time. And they had the, and I, get, I, I think of some of the other games, though, too, when the uh, small towns, uh, were able to win. Sherburne, 1970, Tom Mulso and Jeff McCarron. Maybe uh, you remember hearing about them. Oh, yeah. I, they I, were fantastic. Yep. Yeah, and Jeff and Mulso was unbelievable. He was a great ball player. And they you know, they pulled the upset and won the state, won the tournament. That's the one thing I'll say, actually, that I miss. The eight-team tournament. I know why they did it, but I loved that eight-team tournament because I knew every starting lineup before the tournament started. And that's something Dick Jankowski is our guest. The other thing that that created was, and you still get it to an extent, but the section semifinals and finals were huge, and they were played at you know area colleges mainly, and they they were packed venues. Oh, absolutely! It just they packed them to beat heck. They really do. I know the crowds are still great for the uh, sections that they still like do. And Shakopee tonight, the girls are playing. In fact, uh, they're twenty-two and three. And they're playing Chanhassen, real ball, great ball club. This is unusual. Both teams have over 20 wins for uh, Shakopee this year. Yeah, the boys' team is outstanding, and, and they do it without, uh, you know, w- without a start. They've got some really good players, but you don't know who's going to show up big that night. No, they don't have one big star. Last night they played a great game, and they won very, very easily over uh, Egan. But and again, it's four, five, six guys. Where you know they all scored, and they all—they were the ones that, that really carried the game. They play eight players. He plays eight, so he's got a great, great to bench. Did Did you learn to appreciate games and everything else when you're sitting in a hospital for that long? Well, sure, yeah. You know, people were—I get a lot of—I like just like you calling. I had many people call. I had cards. Uh, it was just amazing the people that uh, say they they were praying for me, and. Uh, it just makes you really feel 
like you're special. Yeah. You know, I've had people say, we miss you at Williams Arena and all that stuff, and it makes me feel really good. It really did. And I, I didn't know for sure whether I was going to get out of there or not. Not, not at first. First the week was tough, really tough, and mm-hmm. I thought, holy cow, am I going to live through this? And then things picked up, and you know, it turned out fairly well. And didn't you lose your mother-in-law too during the last couple of months? Yes, I did. She died right when I was in the hospital. Jeepers. And uh, kind of a sad deal. And I didn't. I couldn't even go to her funeral God. because of the fact that I was in the hospital. That was a shame. Wow. Hey, Dick, can you yeah, stay real with, shame. Can you stay with us through a break? I want to. I want to find out if you still got the old Jankowski touch on on the one-liners. All right. Okay. I'll be happy to. All right. Dick Jankowski's out of the hospital and back in the game. He'll give us his best 10-minute stand-up when we come back. Stay with us. Dick Jankowski's out of the hospital and getting ready to do what he loves to do, PA at the state tournaments. Coming up in just uh, a couple short weeks right here. Dick, were you there the day that they shut down the girls' tournament for COVID right before the championship game? Were Were you on site that day? Well, don't you? What? What? I don't know if you remember. You had taken a picture of me at halftime of yep. that game, and then I had to announce that after this game, the tournament, you know, is, is discontinued. And the oh. fans, of course, did, were mad as heck. I don't blame them, but then you know, it happened that way. And of course, we all know what happened after that. Yeah, and, and you had to Un- announce, unbelievable. Yeah, and then of course the boys didn't even get to center stage. You no, know? boys didn't get to play. Not at all. Yeah, that's. I told you about the Miguel Miguel Sano Park, didn't I? Miguel Sano Park. What in the world are you talking yeah. about? Well, the Twins are donating a park to the Minneapolis Park Board. They are, and it's going to be called the Ms. Ms. <laughs> Miguel Sano Park. Miguel Sano three park. swing, three swings and a bench. Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! The fastball still uh, there. Yeah, no, right. Tell me this: while you're sitting in bed in the hospital, I gotta believe there was a point in time when you had enough energy that you started to craft a few, you know, new things that you might throw out there on the rubber chicken circuit. Well, today, today is the first day of Lent, and I'm thinking yeah, about it. At, at, yeah, our, at, 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 at our Catholic church in Saint Saint Mark here, Joel Cabanan, they have a new deal: uh, express line, six sins or less, and then they have a drive-in confessional. All you do is toot and tell. You know, they have a, it's, it's beautiful stuff they have going on, just amazing. And, and being a slant, you know, I said to my wife, I, last year I found out that she I, she actually gave up sex for Lent last year, and I didn't find out for Good Friday. So that'll tell you what kind of life I lead. <laughs> Don't do this to me. Good Friday, you say, huh? <laughs> good, good Friday coming up, yeah, that's right, another thing. But it's amazing. Just the stuff you get make, make jokes about. I think it's it's fun to do that. You have to be able to do that kind of thing. Have you learned? Absolutely. Is it even more valuable right now? Do you look forward to getting out there because people are craving nights out and you know just to laugh? Yeah, I really have to. With all the uh, with all the love that was shown toward me, as I mentioned, while I was in the hospital, even since I've been home, it really makes you feel like you're doing something for people in this world that makes them feel a lot better about themselves. And I hope that's what it is, because that's what I try to do is make people happy. Who are the people that reached out to you? And what kind of messages did they have for you? Well, just uh, anybody. You know, a, lot, a lot of them are fans of the Gophers, and then a lot of them are just fans of mine over the years of my speaking engagements. And they just said, we need you back. We need you back. We need to laugh. With this world the way it is, we need to laugh. And uh, that was the main, the main thing that I took out of all those messages yeah we're still not too uh 
regular banquets, but we're getting closer, it feels like, uh, in terms of the COVID piece of it, isn't it? Yeah, I think you're right. I think more things are happening. You know, a lot of things are canceled. Uh, like I said, I was just going to mention, uh, Mancini's Restaurant, I'm going to be appearing there Saturday night with the Midas Touch Band. What I do is I bring my trombone kazoo and tell a few jokes, and that's supposed to happen Saturday, weather permitting. Tim Cheetah going to be there? Yeah. Well, yeah, he's usually there. He bartends there, but he's usually there, too, even at night. Now, is this an open mic night where you, you just take your turn, or is this like where you're the designated guy? No, I just I just start out, and then I play a, we play a couple. Of, one of the songs we play is All of Me. We have a nice routine there. Dennis, Dennis um, what's his last name? Can't think of it now, but good guy. And uh, he really takes care of the man. He's got he's been there playing for many years. And that, they couldn't have music until just about maybe four weeks ago. I think they started up music again at Mancini's, and the people are coming back. Where did you come up with this love for the kazoo? Well, my dad was a trombone player, and a very good one, by the way. In fact, he did tricks with a trombone where you could balance the trombone and play it without using a slide. And uh, he always wanted me to be a trombone player, and I was lazy. Didn't want to take uh, <laughs> didn't want to take lessons. So I fought the kazoo many, many years ago. Started playing, and I used to sit in with him in his band. We'd we'd do a little duet together with the trombone kazoo and the actual trombone. And now I do it all over. I, well, you've heard me do it at a lot of banquets. I take me out to the ball game, and that's oh, become yeah, a real ritual. Real, it's become a real ritual. They say, "Dick, play, play." Or same when I was with the Gophers, I'd always play the Gopher Rouser. So it's it's really paid off. It's been a lot of fun. What's your favorite crowd to perform in front of? What's the demographics? Well, uh, let's see. I, I it's hard to say. I I, I did uh, the some of the youngsters. All athletes, they uh, you know they they are pretty good. That they laugh pretty, they laugh harder than you'd think. And then I love the the crowds of sports, of course. Baseball. You were at the one. You spoke at the one we had the the Hall of Fame. That kind of thing. And you know I've I've done the. I'm very proud of the fact that I have been the MC for the Amateur Baseball Hall of Fame banquet for 40 years. Really? So uh, yes, I have. Yes, I have. Up in St. So what? Yeah. It's really great when people like you and say, we want you back next year. We want you back next year. That's the best feeling you could have. It puts a little pressure on you, though, to find some new material. Well, it does, but, uh, you know, a lot of the jokes, are I throw them in there anyway, and people laugh. You know, it's crazy to get where the, uh, the guy walks into the store and he said, give me a pound of, give me uh, give me two pounds of wieners. The guy said, I can't do that. He said, why? He said, because this is a hardware store. You know, just <laughs> crazy stuff like that. But people like that kind of thing. Yes, they do, and they like Dick Jankowski a lot. Who was your favorite? You know, we're sitting here in, in no spring training right now. Who was your favorite all-time baseball player? Baseball player? <laughs> yeah. Stan Musial. How come? Stan Musial and Richie Ashford were my two favorites. How come? Well, I just, I, I don't know. Musial, I just loved the way he played. <clears throat> you can see that he loved the game and gave 100%. And, and Richie Ashford, a great leadoff hitter, and a great buncher. That's a lost art in baseball, as you, as you know. It, nobody bunts anymore. So those guys were fun to watch, and they were first-class people. Did you ever meet Musial? Yeah, I met Musial and Ashford both. Stan Musial was great, really good to me. I, I had him. Uh, I picked him up at the airport twice when he came in here to sign autographs. And boy, was he a classy guy. First class, people would stop him on the street as we left the airport, and he'd sign for didn't matter who they were, he'd stop and sign. 
Wow. You also know Mr. Buck from Fox Sports fame. Explain I sure do. Joe Buck married my niece. And, uh, of course, he does the Fox of not only football, but does the World Series. He might be, I heard uh, rumors uh, from my sister, he might be uh, leaving Fox and going to ESPN. Really? Yeah. Wow. We'll see if that's true. Either way, it's going to be and good I think, money. And I see where Troy Aikman, Troy Aikman actually resigned as his partner. How come? I don't know. I, I, I haven't found out yet. I don't, I don't know why he did it. Well, that's an interesting little tidbit. So, so yeah. Dick, are you 100%? Where are you at right now? Well, no, I'm not 100%. I, yeah, I still have the, ch- the pains in the chest where it hurts if I cough or that kind of thing. But I would say in two weeks when the tournament starts, I should be good. Should be ready to go. I love so you. So I'm looking forward to it. I love you, and it's great to hear you sounding good again. Hey, Mike, see, love you too. You're a great friend. One of my best actually, and I appreciate it very much. You are a slice of Minnesota, and we appreciate you very much. I'm just so happy you're healthy again. Thank you, Maxie. Take care. You bet. Dick Jonkowski, cancer survivor, COVID survivor. And it's great for all of us to have him back. Not far from where Dick lives. Coming up March 11th, 12th, and 13th, Dick lives in Shakopee at Canterbury Park, is the Deer and Turkey Classic. Now, this is great for kids. They have a kid zone. Uh, youth get on hands learning environment, including educational displays such as the Grand Slam of turkeys, opportunities to learn about archery and a live trout pond. Um, they score antlers there. Uh, they have celebrity appearances by TV stars Lee and Tiffany Lukoski of The Crush, Patton Nicole Reeve of Driven TV, fan favorite Melissa Bachman of Winchester Deadly Passion fame. Uh, all that stuff's going on. But, but what really is, just what Dick and I were talking about, is it's fun to get out and just feel normal. And it's fun to get out and think about something like hunting turkey and hunting deer. And it's fun to be amongst people of like-mindedness that are out there to talk about finding a turkey and finding a deer. And we need it now more than ever. And, and, and the Canterbury Park's the perfect place for it. A uh, wide variety of outfitters, manufacturers, and retailers uh, will be there. Uh, they can walk you through it. I mean, if you, if you want to learn how to hunt or you, just, you, you already do hunt and you want to get better. And really, if you just want to talk turkey, right? That's where you go. Uh, You want tickets? Go to mndeerclassic.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 